0: Let's go. It's hard, bro. Let's go. Wow! Wow! Awesome! Yo yo yo, Aiden do the thing. What's good, creamers? what's good creamers welcome back for another episode of the half and half podcast the best podcast this side of the bell tower haven't used that one in a while thought i'd bring that back (laughs) but yeah we are back uh list week was fun our list weeks list episodes were fun those are up for your listening pleasure episodes 105 106 best and worst albums of 2021 respectively and now we're sort of back to regular schedule let's talk about the bullshit that's going on programming Course, I'm joined by my co-host Aiden Ming and how you doing, buddy.
1: Making big moves, Uh,
0: got your own place now, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, on the good side, you know, I got my own place. Uh I'm about 10 minutes from my office now. I was able to leave work at about 5:10 today and be back by 5:20, which was amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, I quite like, I cannot tell you how happy I was because that usually is an hour to like 15-minute drive home. I like literally just like I got in my car, I got home and I was like, this is amazing. Like now now it's can I say to you, Vasant, recording the podcast is gonna be easier too because like we don't have to worry, like pick it on days and I'm like not commuting home, basically.
0: Right. And on top of that too, like I don't know, like personally, like like in my limited experience, I enjoyed remote work. But if you're gonna work in person, it's nice when your commute's like 10 minutes and it's not that yes. big. Because the commute's yeah. what I think the commute, like
1: for me, the commute's what like makes working in person sound so dreadful. Yeah, exactly. I like, I like people I work with. I mean, I'm still going to work some, from home some days, because there's going to be days where I'm going to be like, I need to like, just. Yeah. And they give uh, you that. So take you it. away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's good to be moved away. I mean, uh, you know, I'm happy, uh, I'm happy that, uh, I have a good relationship with my parents. I can go back and visit whenever I want. I'm going to be back there weekly because of an assignment I have anyway, like with like travel with work. Right, so, so yeah, I mean, you're not yeah. too far if they ever need you or you want to see. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally like an hour away, so um, how about you, man? Just, how about you? Any, any, uh, I'm just trying to get to like you, my boy. I just need a job, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I feel that, man. I fucking um, hate the have you started
0: applying yet? I've been applying, I have a whole fucking spreadsheet of places I've applied to. What are we at? I'm gonna say this number, and people listening I'm gonna be like, apply to 200. I
1: get it. Uh, I've applied to. 18 places. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good already. Yeah. And I think got not, a couple not, of projections, to, which is a bummer. Yeah. I always, like, here's
0: my thing, right? Like, at this point, I realized, like, I just need to just let me in the door, bro. Like, just let me interview with you. Yeah, I promise. Yeah. Give me a shot. So yeah. I interview fairly decently, but it's just, especially with like, you know, like my program helps in the sense there's like some internal companies that come through. Not a huge fan of all of them, but some of them I'm like, oh, okay, I like this company. I'll try it. I'll see if I can get an interview with them. But with the yeah. external jobsters, you are literally—it's like throwing a football into the void and hoping <laughs> someone yep. throws
1: it back to you. Like you just have yeah. no chance.
0: You might not even get a rejection. You might just get nothing.
1: So, I mean, yeah. I mean, for me, you know, I—I I, I went through the Indeed, uh, like, uh, how should I say it? Like the Indeed, like a uh, wood chipper, basically, where I just like threw everything, like everything spit out, um. For me, I, like, I think I applied to, like, 50 jobs, honestly. Yeah, I remember got, you like, were on that grind for, like, a while, right? Like, it took you, like, I think about, like, but you got, I mean, like, on your end. Oh, like, it, I think it, it didn't take too long. I mean, like, I was hired, like, um, I mean, like I didn't really do, like, yeah, and I'm saying, like, 50 from, like, when I graduated. I didn't apply to that much before I graduated. Well, because you're and focused then, on graduating, yeah. Yeah, and then, like, through December, like through December and January, I probably probably applied to over fifty. And then I got hired, uh hired mid-January. So it really wasn't that long. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a it's just a process that no one enjoys because like yeah, it's
0: tedious, it's a slog, interviews aren't fun. All right. Mm-hmm. Making sure you know your stuff and like it's like kind of anxiety inducing. The whole process is honestly yeah. kind of anxiety
1: inducing. But yeah, it'll be over soon enough, hopefully. So Yeah, no, definitely, man. I mean, I'm uh, I'm excited to see where you land. I think uh, should be a good place with good money, and I'm hoping in the Philadelphia area. But I'm obviously not going to push you and Elisa's decision. Or well, it's Elisa's decision on yeah, where really. she goes. Either way, I'm. I, that's, well, I
0: like. I worked an internship remote. I really liked it, and I think. I mean, yeah. The thing with like, I completely understand the benefits of in-person work. Like, it's nice to see people and not be stuck inside all day. I hundred percent get it. And yeah. I also think I, I also like get the remote benefits hybrid obviously is like an attempt to sort of meet in the middle on those fronts, mm-hmm. but I mean, yeah, I mean, ideally if I get a remote position, then it doesn't matter where at least it picks med school, because I can basically go wherever, right. So, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's, what's going on on my end. Um, yeah. It's very mundane. Uh, it's not. Man, these intros, I mean, these like banter bits where we we're like, "So what you been up to?" They've gotten so much more like just like adulting, <laughs> just like <laughs> yeah, man, just dealing we're, with we're the corporate, old, just working the corporate machine, buddy.
1: <laughs> it's like again, it's like my exciting life updates now. You know, back when you were in college, it was so like you know so, so crazy, but now for me, I'm just like, yeah, I got a Roku this week. <laughs> feeling pretty good about this new fire stick yeah. i got myself. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like a, it's i mean i think you know how we said like you know we're two people on the porch you know just talking about like that's kind of the way we describe our show as we get older it's going to be just like two dads looking over the engine of a car going like yep <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> yep <laughs> So yeah, that's a V twelve so right there. Trade so and <laughs> how you feel about crypto. <laughs> uh I I think that it's I think that's incredibly funny that crypto is crashing right now. I think it is really I funny. Know, the, the big crash happened end of last week i want to say yeah hopefully. something like that they lost like a trillion dollars in like market value it was Nine, it was
0: pretty and momentous uh,
1: and then kanye west yeah. said fuck
0: nfts apparently and that also apparently hurt some of the value so that's funny
1: yeah look i didn't love donza or anything but kanye is back and like my, <laughs> like my like, side for that you, one, know you that you know
0: what like and i'm not like i know crypto and nfts there's like a lot going on there and it's not like you know there's projects that are trying to expand it that are doing so in a way that's not just bullshit I'm not trying to discount any of that. I just think it's funny. Could you imagine, like, a good amount of your, like, savings being tied up in if a celebrity decides to shitpost or not today? Like,
1: Yeah, it's just awful
0: idea. Like, why would I do that? That's terrible. Like, <laughs> son or daughter going to college depends on if Elon yeah. Musk's post a shitty meme
1: Spe- speaking of that Vasant, i might go watch a uh, moonfall tonight because it looks like utter garbage and i'm excited a ah, movie for about it. the moon attacking the earth yes yeah exactly yeah <laughs> uh, because I, I think i'm gonna see a uh, jackass with uh, some friends soon i heard but, that one's um, fun. I heard that's a fun i've one. heard it's a lot of fun yeah i'm excited for it so i'm, I'm saving that so i can see it with some friends but uh it, i i if you go watch in imax which i might do tonight depending on like when i'm right able to go to the movie you get a free Moonfall NFT, which is you, the only NFT I ever will want. <laughs> Aiden's gonna own
0: one NFT and it's gonna be from fucking Moonfall. Yeah.
1: I don't even know like how like I don't have like a wallet for it or anything. Like I don't even know like, how valuable owning that would be, right? No, it would it would be completely like useless. Unless if, like, the movie nobody. flops, then maybe there's some value there. I know. I think that like I like yeah unless it's a legendary bomb like unless it's like really you know like this movie made to the moon am i right (laughs) i didn't think about that i should have came up with that myself this was my bit (laughs) (laughs) i mean it is true that i could get an nft which i find really funny so
0: i can't believe you are gonna
1: get for moonfall of all it's only if i see it in imax tonight so we'll see man we'll see oh my god um
0: it like i mean that's it for mine. i mean i don't want to proceed i know there's something else you wanted to bring up it's a little more on the the sad side but yeah obviously the floor
1: is yours go right ahead yeah um so you know i hate to be uh bring more sad things like sad personal life updates to the podcast because i don't i don't like to try and make people sad or anything Mm -hmm. uh First of all, I want to thank everyone that donated to the SPCA over the past few Mm -hmm. weeks. I don't want to say the final total here, because I have to double check before I match everything. And then I'll talk about next week, and like I'll tweet about it when we finally, when I Yeah, that'll
0: be great. Um,
1: But everyone that donated, I'm very thankful for your generosity on that. And that's going to be a great way to remember family. Mm -hmm. Um, Sadly, my uh, grandma's second husband, so I don't know You'd call that like a step-grandpa. I'm not quite sure. I think that's a good but, approximation of what I think that's yeah. what I mean if you were gonna give a title for that, I feel like that would be the title. Yeah, I, I don't quite know exactly what to call it, but uh I called him Pete. Uh I've known like back when he married uh him and my grandma married probably about like 10 to 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um so I've called him Pete the entire time. So I never really thought about the title.
0: Thing. Right.
1: So um he was diagnosed with cancer a few like um i want to say in december like right before christmas and sadly he passed away uh just this week on mm-hmm. tuesday uh t- early tuesday morning um, i'm holding up okay i was kind of expecting it later i kind of i mean I was prepared, basically, you know, like as I I knew what was happening. I was at I, I was still living at home at this point. He passed away in the morning that I was moving out. Basically. Yeah, it was one um, of those unfortunate like you just kind of yeah. like oh, shit. I guess it's just how it is. Exactly, yeah. Like I from everything I heard, I knew that this was happening. So I've kind of you know dealt with my emotions already on it. Um, but what I'm going to do again, and you know, you're all going to be like, oh my god, you're taking more of my money. <laughs> I'm going to uh, put another donation link for the next two episodes where I'll once again do the hundred dollar matching or up to hundred dollar matching for uh, in for the American Cancer Society, uh, which uh, does donate which uh, helps fund cancer research and uh, cancer like finding a cure, everything else, uh, or finding new therapeutics and treatments um, advanced, so you, sort of yeah advanced current treatment so if you can find it uh if you can find it in your heart or if you have the means or whatever else you want to donate uh please feel free to send it to me or a podcast account and let me know um i'll match like i said with the svca i'm going to match up to 100 dollars, and then we'll have this kind of go in the next two weeks and um for those of you that have like you know some sort of religion or religious I do ask that you can uh, if you would please pray for him as well and also pray for my grandmother in this time too because it's definitely very hard for her because this is the second husband she has yeah second around is absurd right yeah it's, which is oh. terrible so um yeah so that's just kind of what's going on there um to all my friends that are finding out this way I'm sorry I didn't tell you in another way um but, but this is you know I, it's been a busy time with moving and everything and I've just been uh dealing with my emotions on it too so um yeah so that's gone so we'll just run that uh donation for the next two weeks and we'll- yeah
0: and we obviously want like to reiterate what Ian said we really appreciate the fact that you guys are sort of like you know getting involved trying to give back I know that's very difficult to do sometimes not because you don't want to but because just you know finances can be tight and you know yeah. I, I yeah. Don't, you know we don't uh, we all you know we come together for this thing that we do this podcast but you know we don't know what's going on in everyone's personal lives and what they're dealing with so you know being able to contribute it's really appreciated and if you can't don't feel bad you know the the thought sort
1: of the you know intent is still there and we appreciate that as well yeah um so yeah i mean i know it's the other downer to uh talk about that, <laughs> that um if you want to put the donation in anybody's honor, his name was Pete Tedesco. Mm-hmm. So uh, that would be, if you want to do the donation in his memory, uh, feel free to do it through that name. So it's Pete Tedesco.
0: Yep. And uh, like Aiden said, feel free to reach out when you donate or if you have any questions regarding this and we'd be more than happy to uh, talk to you about that. But uh, Aiden, is there, is there anything else you'd like to add before I guess we sort of pivot here? Or? Um, no,
1: I mean hug your grandparents, I guess, you know? Like, if you can, of course, yeah, maybe, yeah. Uh, if, if your grandparents are still around, you know, hug them, tell them you know that you love them or whatever else. Yeah. Just cause,
0: Especially with COVID going around, I know it's been a rough, it's been a very scary time for Hug, hug them
1: if you are both vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, so okay, that's yeah. a good point, Ricky. I don't want to
1: encourage anything that would give a grandmother or grandfather COVID. Um, yeah. But yeah, so.
0: Okay, well, uh, we're going to pivot off of that, obviously, once again. Thank you all for any support you can provide. And so this episode is going to be a little football heavy. I don't know. I can hear the groans. I can hear the people clicking off already. But Mm -hmm. I would think that I will say I think the discussions are, they're like football root like, you know, all the subjects of these discussions are football subjects but the discussion is definitely not about the x's and o's on the field for most of it
1: yeah absolutely
0: i mean this first one's a really short thing we're going to talk about here is just tom Brady is officially not playing next year he is officially retired from the nfl after 22 years of inflicting misery on literally everyone <laughs> yeah you had him in your own division for a little bit there now <laughs> yeah i know came to and was undefeated did, did... against him till this year
1: yeah, I was going to say, were the Panthers owned 4 in the two years? Pro- the Panthers, There's no way they beat them at all. Yeah, I, I can't imagine under the rule dynasty. <laughs>
0: the rule, the rule <laughs> to, yeah. Uh, but he officially retired after what felt like was going to be a weird all time Adam Schefter
1: flub job. Yeah. And I, I honestly, I wish he came back for one more year just to spite him because Adam Schefter, for those that don't know, tweeted a few days before. Before uh, Brady officially retired, that he was retiring, and Brady at the time, like like his agent put out a statement saying like he's still figuring out what he wants to do next year. And like so he hadn't, this the Bucks true. said
0: he hadn't told them any final thing. Yeah. Bruce Arians said he hadn't said anything. Tom Brady's yeah. own brand was like you know he hasn't made a decision yet. He hasn't come communicated with the Bucks on if he is or isn't. And yeah. a lot of people were making jokes that Adam Schefter noted sort of NFL media newsbreaker was gonna get. Was going because he broke the news. Like a lot of people's theory was, he broke the news early, like before Brady could put out his own statement. And maybe like a cool video, which I think there is a video that has been put out now.
1: Yeah, yeah, he put out a long statement. He put he's put out videos, everything now because now he's like officially announced it and everything.
0: Yeah, so like a lot of people were like, "Oh, he's just mad. He's just he's just annoyed that um uh, <laughs> that fucking uh, Adam Schefter broke the news for him." So people were making jokes that he's gonna come back out of spite.
1: God, wouldn't that have been amazing though? It would have been amazing. And like if he just went on to win another Super Bowl. <laughs> and that first year off, uh, from like what you hear
0: from a lot of athletes, that can be really tough. So it would not surprise me if we actually see him come back. No, nah, I
1: think I think it's done. I think. Really? Yeah. I mean,
0: I I think he if he doesn't come back after the first year off, he's not coming back at all. Because the first year yeah, is the
1: hardest can. year to i think deal
0: with right like once you go a year being retired from the nfl i think it gets yeah. easier and the only reason i say that is like he was very good this year like if you look at his counting stats pretty fl- he led the league in passing yards i mean this this might be bunch. a
1: ploy from him to just win one more mvp you know <laughs> yeah honestly <laughs> they from aaron think is that awards
0: week is this weekend they announced the rewards or is it the day before the super bowl the Ooh,
1: i don't know Actually, it, it's might coming be... up
0: the yeah. awards ceremony is coming up and yeah i mean just despite aaron Rodgers, despite throw rogan uh, yeah
1: <laughs> but I love throw rogan that's, yeah, that's all the aaron
0: names are great q aaron yeah q aaron yeah but i mean it's i think like i mean when he was considering it like a lot of the stuff was the family stuff and right his kids are older his wife is probably like concerned about his health you yeah, know, playing. Yeah. I mean, Tom Brady does a good job not getting hit because he usually plays behind good O lines, but he is getting uh, up there. And, you know, the health, you know, making sure he's all like you're not gonna get super injured, and especially as he gets older. And I mean, there's also an argument that just like he's really good, but would you wouldn't you rather go out at the peak of your powers than when like you kind of physically have to? Like, I'll be honest, Ben's a good example of a guy <laughs> who literally rock had no character. choice but to retire. He was out just,
1: it let's just point out we're giving no tribute to ben roethlisberger i mean i frankly don't think he deserves one so yeah i know he he he, he might have done some terrible sex crimes so yeah. we're gonna i say that.
0: sarcastically ultimate woman respecter ben roethlisberger
1: <laughs> yes yes
0: look as a player he was good right he's a hall of fame yeah, quarterback yeah, uh, won yeah. two super bowls he's like top 10 in a lot of counting stats I think. he could throw a pigskin he really could yeah <laughs> he could throw the hogskin yeah yeah <laughs> He was really good at a – he was very good at comebacks, too. I think he's got, like, a lot of game-winning drives under his belt. Mm -hmm. And even this year, I think he led the league in comeback drives, which is funny because he was – Which is really funny. Yeah, he was awful.
1: (laughs) But, you know – Do you think um, he may have been, like, the least efficient quarterback that didn't play on the Carolina Panthers this season? so it's interesting so like what made him so ineffective was his average throw was really
0: short like he was sh- yeah. throwing like little dart throws he couldn't push the ball as all yeah he couldn't which used
1: to be his entire game was he had a big i market.
0: mean it was completely gone. i don't know who was i mean met like i don't know there's probably metrics that say like oh, trevor Lawrence probably didn't have a great year in jacksonville yeah. zach wilson didn't have a great year in new york but those are rookies yeah. um Not really. And, I mean, Baker was really bad this year. I think he's the only one that's, like, comparably had, like, a rough year. Because at least Ben's team made the playoffs. But I think Ben was pretty atrocious. Because even with Baker, he's young enough that I'd still be like, "Ah, at least he could maybe figure out what's going on. Ben Ben was just, he needed to go. And I think it's funny that Tom Brady, who's, I think, historically just been better than Ben and beaten Ben. I mean, yeah, he's
1: been better than everyone else. Yeah, well, (laughs) also head-to-heads,
0: right? Head-to-head. yeah. And it's funny that he upstaged
1: Ben's retirement, like, literally like, a few days afterwards. He basically called him fat when he – he basically called Ben fat when he retired. And then did – you, did you see what he tweeted about that? Yeah, he said Ben did it his own way or whatever. Yeah, well, I'll have to find the exact – It was. It was I, I mean, it's true. Like,
0: like because, like, Tom Brady has, like – he has such a strict TV methodology and, that there's yeah. a whole brand around it. Aaron Rodgers, for how, and as stupid as a person he is, he also takes very good care of his body. Ben yeah. was definitely. I'm hurt. Put some ice on it. I'm gonna go play. Like Ben did not. Yeah. Take, I mean, it showed. Like his longevity was hurt probably because he didn't take care of himself like that. And that's not to say yeah. that's unnecessary. Because I mean, look, he won two Super Bowls. He was he was a good uh, quarterback yeah. for like ben, the if- the league's historic one of the league's historic franchises or traditional franchises at this point. Pretty good.
1: Yeah, Ben Ben uh, or Tom said Ben defied the TB12 method in favor of the throw some ice on it method. He said, there's more than one way to bake a cake.
0: I'll give Ben credit. At least he got to eat food he liked. I'm so yeah. I'm sure Tom Brady's yeah. going to enjoy eating real food now. Yeah. <laughs> <'Cause those laughs> I really TV do wonder if he help off the veganism, you know? He'll probably drop it a little bit. Like, his, in yeah. The first year, that's the thing. I don't know, right? Because, like, the only – I think his comeback window is the first year off. Because if you're not feeling it after the first year, I highly doubt he's going to feel it afterwards. Yeah. You're you're just saying this because you hope he comes to Carolina. No, the team <laughs> sucks. They'd be terrible even with him. Yeah, fair. The O lines to run this. Um. Yeah. I'm saying that because, like, I mean, I don't like, I don't like love Tom Brady. I mean, I respect Tom Brady. As like,
1: I him winning another Super Bowl in Tampa Bay made me ter- like flip my opinion on him completely. Like, I I hated him probably for like the longest time just because he was just like always so good and, too good right like it's yeah. annoying and then right? after that it was just like okay you are just the greatest football player ever and i have to respect yeah, it mean, <laughs> i
0: like i've like as a sports fan my perspective has changed where i try to like appreciate even if they're not my favorite player like i'm like i don't yeah. like them that much as a player but like or as like maybe like from the, just what i know of them but like yeah. i respect the hell out of their ability and tom brady's in that yeah. group where i'm like not a big tom brady fan but i mean you gotta respect them no, no. One of the yeah. smartest guys who's ever fucking played
1: football. Yeah, I mean, because yeah, think think about it too. Like, it's not like he had the best arm. It's not like he, he had, had like the, mo- like the highest. He's accuracy. always had like a good arm.
0: Right? Yeah, but not he's, like good he is.
1: Player. He's really accurate, but I wouldn't say he's the most accurate. He's just smarter. And he's just better. Like it's yeah, he just he's knows smarter he's and he's stem. better. Yeah, he's absurdly clutch.
0: Yeah. yeah. He's very smart. And he's got, he's like, he maximized his physical ability. Like he was, yeah. like he had a good arm. So he uses it. Yeah. He, he definitely was the fastest <laughs> oh, yeah, absurd. Of course not. And yeah. I think that's why he's like the case of like, you don't have like, yeah, you might not be like Lamar or any of these other super athletic guys. Josh Allen, who has like, I think the best arm in the league mm-hmm. yeah. strength wise. I mean, Mahomes is the yeah. only one that you could argue. And maybe Herbert, mm-hmm. obviously. But like Brady always just had a good arm and high intelligence. Yes. He just saw the game faster than everyone. And that's what helps when you're a step ahead of everyone. It's kind of hard to mm-hmm. stop you.
1: Yeah. Which, I mean, he I, again, Tom Brady knows Tom Brady better than anyone else. So I guess maybe he feels like he, if he were to come back another season, he wouldn't be at that level. You know, he'd be pushing it. Right. Yeah. And like, again, like you say, like with Ben, like he just saw where it's like, oh God, you have to get him off the field. Or like, um, even Peyton Manning, he won a Super Bowl in his last. Season, but he was—he was not why they won the Super Bowl. It was no, the, the defense was just incredible, and he played like an okay game. He played a game manager, exactly. Yeah, but he—he he was pretty bad in that last season overall. Yeah, and he was, he was old, and his neck yeah. injury definitely caught up with his ability to push the ball. Yeah. So I mean, you remember? You remember? I'm, I'm taking a lot of shots at the Panthers. Today. I'm sorry, man. You can always take shots at the Giants because they're bad too and we will talk about that later they actually will be getting shots in <laughs> yeah. a later segment so, so, so this is even to get out okay but I was gonna say you remember that Peyton Manning Super Bowl better than yeah
0: he was like, yeah. he was not good like we lost no.
1: the defense the Panthers
0: defense did a fine job holding old man Peyton Manning to not a lot of points they didn't score that many yeah
1: it's a pretty defensive Super Bowl from what was, I remember. was that a CJ Anderson running back at that point for the Broncos, yeah, big C.J. I yeah, love C.J. He wasn't that big back then, though. He got bigger as he, he became more of a fullback-looking guy later. He Became on. Mike Tolbert. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Love C.J. He's Tolbert, awesome. But, oh, I love Tolby too. Tolby's the best. Yeah, but
0: Brady, it's we, it's weird seeing him retire because like his career is twenty-two years. Pretty much my entire life, Tom Brady has been playing football and yeah. running the league for most of it. And I agree with you. I agree with you. Like when he went to Tampa, I think like we saw like, I don't say I loved him or anything, but like. I was like, oh, he got tired of the way they did things in New England, which shows maybe it's more of Belichick and the Patriots organization that run things the way they did more than it was maybe him. Cause he clearly mm-hmm. wanted to be able to relax and have some fun and have some control. Yeah. Like, but him wanting control is not anything new. Superstar players want control all the time.
1: Yeah. I mean, it worked. He brought them – like, he brought them – he won a Super Bowl in his first year there, which is hilarious.
0: Yeah, and that team is uh, still good,
1: by the way. Even Like, they're yeah. not – the
0: quarterback is the big question mark now, but that team is still very loaded at a lot of positions.
1: I mean, it depends, though, because here's two things. A, they're probably heading towards Cap Hell because, like, they were able to retain so many people. Well, Godwin is probably gone. Yeah, Godwin's gone. Sadly. Um, But you also probably, like, lose some, like, uh, depth pieces. Like, a Scotty Miller probably leaves, you know? I don't, know is, it's, I don't know who their
0: free agent sheet is, but yeah,
1: yeah. Like I'm saying, like you have like solid role players. I'll probably leave they got Mike Evans, yeah, that's true. They'll have Mike Evans,
0: but and like, the O line I think is locked up except for Jensen, I believe is also a free agent. Yeah,
1: so they, they could be like, a playoff team with a good quarterback. Like that's they nice. could be. Yeah, so we'll see what they do next year. But obviously, like not having Tom Brady there is also going to like stunt the allure of playing there too. Yeah. Um. But, hey, uh, like, honestly,
0: like, there's not much else we can really add. But as a hell of a career, he is the greatest football player of all time. And, yeah, yes, we have, we, we have conversations about most talented. No, it's not Tom Brady. It's probably something else. Yeah. But if you can come – like, what – I mean, like, what else can we say? Like, he, he was physically gifted enough. Yep. He's smart. He has hella accolades. He has the stats. Like, there's really nothing else I can do. He's the all-time yeah. leader in so many main stats. Like, you can't take. He is the greatest player, and his he biggest. has more
1: Super Bowl wins than any franchise. Yeah,
0: he's literally the goal. And I'm gonna be real with you. No one's catching that for a long time. I don't know no. if ever, honestly. No. Like everyone's gonna go. No, Mahomes is not catching Tom Brady seven Super
1: Bowls. I'm sorry. No, I'm not gonna honest. say no. I, the Chiefs team's not gonna be that as good for. And like also, that. they're gonna no. be
0: in cap hell too because his contract is getting
1: yeah. in, isn't it? The
0: ten year or yeah. whatever he signed. Yeah. yeah. It's going to and be there's, like, a stat, like that. right? And Tom Brady, he made a lot of money during his career, but Tom Brady also took pay cuts. And there was, like, a yeah. stat where, like, it's been a long time since a team has won a Super Bowl with, like, a quarterback or a single player taking up, a sing, like, what a, a certain percentage of the amount of money they have because Super mm-hmm. Bowl teams tend to be balanced.
1: Yeah, the thing, though, they have to look out for, too, due to the new TV deals, the cap might be complete, like, so much higher next season. So we'll yeah. have to see. We'll have to see. How much but Mahomes, it's, like, locks up yeah. there and still, like there's yeah.
0: guys i love like herbert the chargers are cursed so i'll be surprised if herbert wins a super yeah. bowl yeah burrow he might only win one and that might be the one he's in right now and then they'll never come back like we've seen dan marino made his super bowl his second year right and then he never then he, he
1: was never back yeah so it's hard with,
0: it's hard winning a super bowl is hard and yeah, there's a lot of circumstance you know, brady played with the greatest coach or one of the greatest coaches of all time he had all-time yeah. great defenses. He had, usually had good O-lines. And in some years, he had really great receivers. But if we're being yeah. honest, at the end of the day, he
1: still executed. He still did what he did. So <laughs> Six mean. Super Bowl wins. Who's the only – like, in, in New England, six, six Super Bowl wins. Who's the only common thread in those teams? It's him and Belichick. Him and, Belichick. and then he went – and then he left for Tampa Bay and won another one. Like, it's, yep. it's, he's ridiculous. He's, he's good. It's in, I know it's, it's easy bold. to not like him, and I get why. I didn't like
0: yeah. him. I didn't – like him and then i was kind of just like not i didn't care about him as far as my opinion but yeah. so hey shout out to uh tom brady man greatest of all time and he's gone and it just feel it we feel, feel like we should we wanted to talk about that just because it's been a fixture in sports for yeah
1: you know I'm, I'm i'm sure he's really happy that the half and half podcast is gonna miss him. <laughs> yeah we're gonna miss you tommy he, he, he was cool. waiting on this one <laughs>
0: It's like, it's like I appreciate you guys. Have fun with Giselle, my guy.
1: And have your fun kids. with your wife. Have fun with your kids, you know. And that big ass man. If any, if any of your kids, yeah, if any of your kids can toss pigskin, you know, let us
0: know. <laughs> so Tom Brady is exiting the NFL, and someone else who should exit the NFL is Washington. Now the Commanders, I think, owner right, Dan Snyder.
1: Because my yeah, goodness. Yeah, you got to take the reins on this one because so you know more about the situation. Well,
0: first of all, let's talk about like really briefly because it's a little goofier and also not as important. How do you feel Who? about the team change, the name change? From Was- we went from Washington, racial Slur, and then there were the Washington yeah. football team as like a placeholder name. And now we finally got sort of the official new name of Washington Commanders. So how do you feel about it? It is an arena
1: football team name. It's very important. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, and by arena football, I mean, too, like, just, like, like a B league, so kind of like, you know, your XFL, AAF, whatever. Um, it does not sound quite like an NFL name, because it's very generic, but it's also, like, as mediocre as it gets, which is kind of perfect for Washington, in my opinion. Yeah.
0: Is it the worst name? No, because
1: if we're being no. honest, there's teams in the league who have
0: bad names. We're just used to them. Yeah, right, like exactly from, from how it's like i know that and there's the look there's always like a story behind these names but, like packers to me has never been like an appealing sounding name yeah sorry it just isn't you know jaguars not that cool and also, also like also suck while, like why <laughs> why are you the jack texans just naming yourself after the state citizens whatever yeah. Even in basketball, the Utah jazz. What's jazzy about Utah? Nothing.
1: <laughs> that's you know. one of my favorite days. It's just so stupid.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, so when a new name gets revealed, it's u- it's naturally yeah. gonna be scrutinized. But this one's just it's gonna be very it's gonna, it's a mid-tier name. It's very boring, yeah, and
1: generic. But a lot of team names are also generic and whatever. So I'm not yeah, gonna Yeah, I mean, most most team names are just like, you know, city animal. Like that's just like – the NFL has been around for a long time, so it's kind of like how it's always been. I was really pushing for Red Hogs. Being named after
0: a fair hog would be awesome. pretty fun. Shout out to Arkansas. But... Absolutely.
1: Shout out to Razorbacks. Yeah. Um, the uniforms yeah, I, suck. That's my main oh, issue. The, yeah. I, I don't know why they changed the uniforms. Because the uniforms are already I loved the Washington football team uniforms with like the Ws and the numbers on the helmet. And, like, in that burgundy, uh, like, like burgundy first coloring, you know? Yeah. And to the credit, so for the new team, the
0: burgundy uniform still looks fine. Like, I don't think it looks horrendous. It looks worse
1: than it did for the football team. But, yeah. Yeah. I,
0: I don't like the placement of, like, the branding. The helmets look all right. The W being in the middle of the head looks really odd. That looks like a high
1: school helmet. Yeah, and then the white Particularly and Particularly my high school Archbishop would <laughs> got the yellow W just like that. And then the black
0: uniform looks like the high school All-American McDonald's mm-hmm. football. Like, because there's a high school All-American, McDonald's All-American for basketball high school players. And I think they wear like yeah, a McDonald's yeah. colored jersey that's black. And that's what this right, looks yep. like. And then the white one would be fine if there wasn't an odd gradient on the numbers. They also look terrible. If you guys want to look up any of these, there's plenty of stuff out there. And then the team reveal just was really poorly executed. Like, I mean, at least try to hide it a little better. I know you can't control people trying to leak it, but
1: just felt like they stopped giving a fuck about hiding it. I mean, to be fair, it's like, we we kind of found out through some, like, website buying, hijinks, whatever. And then, like, it was confirmed because someone flew like a helicopter over the stadium. The I can't blame them too much. Yeah. yeah, over the team store. I can't blame them too much on that one. Yeah, that's a fair point. Like, I, I go, guess it's like, not their fault. The rollout,
0: I guess, just wasn't. Because I think once everyone saw it was going to be commanders, everyone was just kind of like, ah, I mean, this is fine. This is very boring. Yeah.
1: I mean, most of the football team
0: fans hate it. I don't blame I I will say this. I 100% think that anyone who says they prefer Washington football team is because they just got used to the Washington football team. Because everyone made fun of it when that was the name they were going to go with as the replacement name, like, as the placeholder. Because everyone thought they were going to replace it immediately, but then when it became clear, they needed time to figure that out. Like, Washington football team is a hilariously – it's a hilarious name because of how generic it is.
1: Yeah, How just to be honest, like, yes, is. that that is the football team in Washington. <laughs> like, yeah, you know? but that's the amazing. name is
0: not good. Like, we're not going to sit here and say, <laughs> yeah. that's a better name, than Commanders." Sure, it's flavorless, like Commanders is. But what? Come on, dog! Like that, and if anything, that just proves that people are going to get used to this name, and no one's going to talk about
1: it anymore. Yeah, the uniforms are bad. But... I would have preferred football team just because it made me laugh. Like yeah, that was like, that So there was a comedic value. It. Yeah,
0: it's like, for example, what is it? The Guardians
1: for yeah, Cleveland's baseball for team. Cleveland's that name
0: Cleveland. is very boring as well and no one's going to talk about it after a while.
1: Excuse yeah, me. I would never be a fan of a team named the Guardians. <laughs> that was the XFL team I liked. <laughs> Bad. But yeah. that's, that's no, and not the Guardians the, is a very generic.
0: Name. Yeah. That's not what we're here to talk about. Um, as far as like, you know, that's not the extent of the Washington Commanders conversation. What we do want to talk about is the team name stuff aside, this organization is a fucking mess. From the incident that happened earlier during the regular season where the Eagles beat the Washington at the time football team, and while Jalen Hurts was walking off, some fans were trying to, like, high-five him or reach out to him, and the the fucking siding fell off, and these fans went tumbling down. Luckily, no one was hurt, including Jalen Hurts himself. Everyone was fine. But that's a safety hazard
1: on the bright side, Jalen Hurts got really good PR out of it. Yeah, he did because – <laughs> I, I like Jalen. I do. Yeah, I don't guy. know if he necessarily,
0: like – I don't know if he wrote it himself or, like, he was like, hey, we should send this message or whatever. But yeah. a message from Jalen Hurts or his representation was sent to the team saying, hey, like, you know, I would really, like, you strongly encourage you guys to, like, really fix that because that's dangerous. Yeah, and yeah. they did. They zip-tied the bars back together.
1: <laughs> uh What a terrible organization! (laughs) That is a
0: solution for like, okay, we're gonna fix this. Let's just put this up for now so it's not on the ground, and we'll fix it like tomorrow. I don't know if they actually went to fix it yet.
1: What a poorly run organization!
0: I love that. That's whack, right? That's horrendous. That's pathetic. But we're not done there. This is actually just the tip of the iceberg, and what is a progressively horrendous set of things that have happened. The Washington organization had a name. was his name? Dennis Allen or is that the coach?
1: There's Bruce an Allen. Allen
0: in the, yeah, Bruce Allen, who was a pretty scummy guy, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. And he's no longer, he was no longer with
1: the team. He, they let him go last year, right? Yeah. Um. Before the, I think, uh, oh, um.
0: Or was it, before, it, was, was it like,
1: during the name change to football team? I think it was, like, I think he was the last season where they were the Redskins. Right. And, like, yeah, I think he got fired at the end of that season. Yeah, so anyway,
0: right? So that, and he was involved, he was a part of some of those Gruden emails. I think he was sending pics of cheerleaders or receiving yes, them. It was yes, yes. So just a scummy dude. But that yeah. actually ties in quite well to why the Washington football team is in the news today. So I believe there was a court hearing or some sort or a hearing regarding the team today because they've been, there's a, a lawsuit or they've been accused of sexual misconduct and just general workplace misconduct at, uh-huh. in the organization. So uh, what really want and prompted me to talk about this, this has been an ongoing investigation, an ongoing issue, is uh, today an individual by the name of Darren M. Haynes tweeted this. He's a uh, sports director and anchor, worked with ESPN. So he's involved in media. And this is a quote from the hearing. And they're asking all of the women who've identified themselves, I don't know if these are the only women in the lawsuit or the only people in the lawsuit, but they identified themselves and they were uh, speaking today and they were asked, so how many times have you been sexually harassed while working for the Washington football team? I do not know in this case what they have defined sexual harassment as, but Mm -hmm. just going off like a general definition uh, sexual harassment is defined as unwelcome sexual advances requests for sexual favors and any verbal or physical conduct of a sexual nature and it's obviously done sort of it violates sort of people's personal boundaries et cetera, et cetera. yep yep Makes so sense. the numbers here and i'm not i don't know how precise these are because frankly you shouldn't have to keep yeah. count of the times you've been once, the numbers is, too be many. Use, once is too, once too many once is too many zero is the ideal amount But these numbers are more than 200 times, one woman said. 50 to 100 times, one woman said. Over 100 times was said. 515 times was said. And then someone said 500 times multiplied by eight. (laughs) So it was a roundtable discussion that will happen publicly on Capitol Hill. The day that's, you know, Mm -hmm. and examining its toxic workplace culture. And the committee chairwoman said, Uh, Committee Chairwoman Carolyn Maloney said that for more than 20 years, employees of the Washington football team were subjected to sexual harassment, verbal abuse, and other misconduct. It has become increasingly clear that not only did the team fail to protect its employees, but the NFL, which is true, has not done a great job. like they've definitely done stuff to make it
1: seem like nothing's actually a problem. Yes, yes. I mean, the NFL only cares about image, obviously. Exactly, and they they want to appear as a progressive, like you know, helpful, happy organization. They don't really care about being one. Right. That's that's never been the mo. Really. Exactly.
0: And if you're curious, I'm referencing an article from WUSA9, which I think is the CBS affiliate for, I assume it's the DC area. Yeah. And the individual speaking, they worked various positions. One was a marketing coordinator. These are all former employees: marketing coordinator, directors of marketing a former coordinator of business development, former video production manager. So mm-hmm. to me, what that tells me is if you're higher, because these are like, you know, these are coordinators, directors, managers, people who are like high, executives are in some of these titles as well. Like people who are higher up in the organization or like definitely they held sort of, a they're, they're leading people, right? They're overseeing something. If those people are dealing with sexual harassment, abuse, bullying whatever in the workplace what do you think is happening to anyone who works underneath them or who does not hold as much status in the organization they are most likely being harassed as well exactly (laughs) it's not you know usually if the higher ups in an organization are getting hurt like getting screwed over by a toxic workplace i can't imagine the uh, those underneath are evading that as well
1: yeah i mean it's it's what happens when you have like a boys club where all the people think they're in an episode of mad men basically you know like, look, John Hamm's a really good actor and a really, like, you know, really likable guy. You don't want to do what he does on Mac then. Like, come on. <laughs> exactly. The Washington football team office is
0: clearly a boys club mm-hmm. that does not know what it's doing. Yeah.
1: I mean, this isn't... Or does those, know, like,
0: actually, no, they do know what they're doing. and yeah. It's absurd.
1: Yeah. No, they, they don't know what they're doing in the sense of football operations. They oh, yeah, the do know what they're doing while. in the sense of sexual harassment. Um, I mean, exactly. like, yeah, sports, sports in general, like, obviously have always been like male dominated. So it's, it's hard to like, I don't know, like these boys club type situations, like always develop, like it's happened with the Mets too. like, you know, they had like one, they had to fire. or well, no, they didn't fire him. He got fired for being a bad coach, but later mm-hmm. came out, he was sending uh, pictures of his penis to random women. Uh, there was That's another disgusting. Yeah, there was a GM who completely like harassed a uh, reporter and like was sending her like sexual messages, pictures of him naked, things like that, back like a few years before he got the job as their GM. Um, yeah, like it's, you know, it's like these types of, and like these types of behaviors, it's not like these are unknown, you know, like for for the manager of them, that's like he was actually like, like people knew about this basically, but like they, there was a kind of a, how do I say like a brotherhood of silence, you know, because of the way that those things work. So it's, it, the same thing happens in Washington too, where it's just these people just like, it's just, you either kind of become part of that culture or you're just like, or uh, it abuses or you your, and chews you up and spits you out and ruins.
0: Yeah. And these this can ruin careers. Like, I'll be honest. Yeah. I'll speak for myself. It is a dream of mine to work in sports in any capacity. I grew up yeah. watching sports, I grew up playing them, not very well, but, you know, <laughs> hey, and, you, got, you got your jump shots kind of wet. It's okay. <laughs> but it's to me it says a lot that you can work cuz it's hard to break into working in sports and it's hard to move up that ladder. And to get there, especially as a woman, because women have a very tough time getting into sports because of the just implicit, the bias that exists against them, right? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. i it's very impressive. I mean, and I'm, it's honestly very commendable to be like, I love sports. I don't care how much shit I'm going to get. I want to work in sports. And that goes for mm-hmm. the women who work in the media, for sports, the women who work for organizations, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And to finally get there, to be in the organization, to feel like you're really a part of a team. On the field, those off the field as well. And to have that experience tainted because motherfuckers don't know how to talk to people respectfully. They don't know how to not go over go over sexual boundaries. They clearly don't bother with any HR or sensitivity training. Or if they do, it's for the it's for the the you know the the employees that are further down the the totem pole. The managerial yeah. staff doesn't give a fuck. You know, the GMs, the higher ups, they don't care.
1: Yeah. I mean, like in it's it's insane to me too, like how long that people there tolerated because they don't care. Like Bruce Allen's like the president of like baseball, not baseball, football operations there for like 10 years or something. And like, he was doing all these terrible things. And also his team was bad. Like, like, you know, like how did he have a job this long? Exactly.
0: This is an organization that's incompetent. Uh, for for reference, let's and look. I like Ron Rivera. He's my guy. He used to coach yeah. there. Ron uh, seems like a good guy. And I hope. And if he's complicit in this, it sucks to you know to be yeah. like, oh, I thought this guy was a good
1: guy, but fuck it, man. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I I take that back. He he's a good guy. I'm saying the statement unless he's complicit in this in this situation. Of but I take it back.
0: Of course. And I'm going to like this organization has not been remotely exciting since RG three had not destroyed his leg.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right, so let let's let's go ahead. Let's let's like do they do they do they not
1: have fucking hell?
0: Do they not have like records for a team or something?
1: What are you looking for?
0: Like their win loss because this team has not been good. They made the playoffs last year and got booted on the back. Taylor Heineke is not good enough to beat Tom Brady in the playoffs because that's what they did last year, right? Isn't that what happened?
1: Yeah, Uh, he was good enough to beat him in the regular season though. Tom Brady lost to the next Tom Brady. Okay, pro football,
0: thank you. The yeah. Washington football team, they finished this year 7-10 and, and were third in the division. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only team that was worse than them was a the team coached by Joe Judge, which is not much of an achievement. 7-9 no. and nine made the playoffs, lost to the Bucs. 3-13, mm-hmm. fourth in the division. 7-9, third in the division. 7-9, third in the division. 8-7, third in the division. 2015, they were 9-7 and seven in first. And I want to say if we're back in 2015, that's probably what Kirk Cousins... Yeah. And also, oh, clearly a weak division if they were not. Yeah. And, and then nine. four and 12, three and 13. Yep. Like this team is a historic, it's got all of that going for it, but it has not been good. And that has nothing to do with this, because even if it was a good team, this would be horrendous. But it just yep. shows that there is incompetence in that organization from the field to the front office, to the yep. person who owns the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Dan Snyder needs to go.
1: Yes. <laughs> He's sell the terrible team. at his job. Please, please sell the team. Get. Get him out like Don Sterling, please.
0: Oh, yeah. he's awful. You know what was? Te- you know what's? You know what's funny? Like I remember there was like a period when there was like absurd rumors that Mike Tomlin of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Was going to go coach there, because I think he went to school in William &
1: Mary, which I believe. Oh, well, he... that's because every team starts a rumor where they're like, hey, Mike Tomlin might come here. <laughs> yeah, because William & Mary is also in the
0: D.C. Yeah. area, right? So
1: I'm, I'm the sure thing. the Giants have tried to pull that. Yes, and too. I'm sure
0: Mike Tomlin wants to go coach somewhere, run by a, yeah. a, owned by a guy who's whose team's not good, he's incompetent, yeah. and he clearly cultivates a boys, like just boys being a boys workplace culture that results mm-hmm. in people feeling uncomfortable, bullied, and in fact, ruins a career, ruins their desire, even maybe to work in a field that is really hard to get into, yep. especially yep. due to biases that get in the way if you're a woman, if you're of color, whatever. Yep. And it's fucking gross. And Absolutely. Dan Steiner needs to go. Yep. That's right. And look, I want to like, I like, I like, the, I like some of the players on the team. I like some of the coaches, assuming they're not complicit, assuming the players aren't complicit. Right? Yep. Terry McLaurin, he's awesome. I'll tell yep. you this right now. I hope that team doesn't win a fucking damn thing until they clean house. Yeah, I agree. this is absurd. And you might say, well, these are accusations. These are accusations. And I'd say uh, everything we talked about is an accusation. These are allegations. These are claims Mm -hmm. that are being made. But I'm just saying it's very telling when it's not just the woman I referenced.
1: There's a lot of people
0: saying there's issues.
1: Based off the Gruden emails, we have hard evidence that there's definitely some sort of sexist culture there. Um, Or at least uh, evidence indicating that. So like, it's, it's hard to believe that this wasn't happening.
0: I don't care
1: if you think
0: cheerleaders, what they do is just, and like, I, I agree, like to an extent, like some of like cheerleading in college is a lot of stunts and stuff like that. Cheerleading yeah. in the NFL, it feels like they're just there to be, they're just, you know, they're there to look pretty and, you know, be eye candy. But at yeah. the end of the day, they are, a prof- they are professionals who get paid a salary. Yeah, and, and there's respect, no yeah. reason they should be treated like sex objects by the people who watch the sport and by the people mm-hmm. who own the teams. Yeah, especially by the employers. That's that's yeah. that's even worse. Like yeah. you know,
1: so that's really all I have to say about the Washington
0: Commanders. What are we calling them for short? I've, heard, I've seen
1: commies. I've seen cum. commies is a good one. Yeah, the com the commies the comm, yeah all that stuff. I like commies. I do the Washington Commies. the Washington commies.
0: Yeah, you're not good. Mm. Not a good, not a good, you're not good uniform, not good new uniforms and a horrendous management structure. Yep. But Aiden, we're not done talking about bad management.
1: No, we aren't. Oh boy, it's time for my favorite teams to be put on the spotlights.
0: Time to talk about Brian Flores. Brian Flores is an african-american which will be important in this story uh not a head coach right now currently unemployed however aiden you're someone who like the dolphins are like a secondary team you take interest in
1: yeah they're they're my second favorite team and i i really liked brian flores as the coach there fired for no
0: real reason it seemed like right
1: fired because they decided in like week seven that they were going to fire him probably when the team was doing bad and then they just let him play it out and then he wound up like
0: nearly nine and, making the
1: playoffs. And 7 9-8, yeah. like a pretty good nine record. And 8 I think. Yeah, like just, just missed the playoffs, basically. Yep. And
0: yep. he has been looking for a job, and he is suing the NFL and three teams, the Dolphins, the Broncos, and the Giants, alleging discrimination regarding his interview process with Denver and New York and his firing last month by Miami. This is in an ESPN article. I'm referencing from February 1st by Marcel mm-hmm. Louis Schock. Flores alleges... the. So let's start with the Dolphins. This is a 58-page lawsuit that's super long. And I'm just going to start here. So there is a text screenshot, which we will talk about. And we're going to read all of
1: it. (laughs) No.
0: There is a text screenshot in this document. And a lot of people are like, this seems fake. I'm not saying... I'm just going to say this. Why would you submit fake evidence in a court document to the court? Yeah.
1: Probably a bad idea.
0: Obviously... I don't know how, how text work as evidence. I'm not a lawyer. And yes, people do use fake evidence. I'm not saying they don't, but I'm just saying. Like, I can assume yeah. intelligence that no one would willingly do that in a big lawsuit like this. Because yeah. Brian Flores knew what he was putting at risk, and we'll actually talk about that a little bit later. But let's hmm. talk about the Dolphins. No, oh, Lord. Owner Miami. Stephen Ross attempted to incentivize him to tank or purposely lose games shortly after being hired in 2019 allegedly offering a $100,000 per loss. So that yeah. Dolphins team started off pretty <laughs> bad, right? Yes, yes. And then and people
1: were like, they're not going to win a game. And then he flipped it around a bit, right? Yeah, and then no, like the back half of the season, I think they won like five of their games. And like, like it was Patri- so many- Is that the year they beat the Patriots? Yes, like, right that, is, that was Fitzmagic. That's Fitz when they beat the Patriots, the Patriots. with yeah. the, the Miami we- Miracle. Yeah, and they uh knocked the Patriots down from uh, another one seeding seat. state. So they had to play Tennessee in week one, or in week one of the playoffs. They
0: finished 5-11, which is not yeah, which, good,
1: but, like, it's also. I, I remember we went to ECU, and before that Ravens game started where they torched them, like, 50 points. And that's Lamar's game, MVP year, yep. Yeah, I told you, I was like, the Ravens are going to do terrible today. I'm mean, not, sorry. The, the Dolphins are going to do terrible today because they might have the worst roster I've ever seen fielded. Yeah, field
0: Tua field. was not on the
1: team at that point. Yeah. Fitzmagic was their quarterback, but also like that, like no he, receiving okay. core to speak of. Yeah. Look, look, we love Fitzmagic, but he's not a top guy. He well, was, also, he didn't have right. anything around him anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No no receiving core, nothing. Like mm-hmm. O line was awful. Yeah. The run game was bad. Like defense
0: was, yeah. it had potential, but I don't think anyone yeah. knew it was going to be. A, Brian Flores's defenses generate turnovers and cause problems in a way that just yeah. doesn't make sense. Even this year, they yeah. started the year
1: really bad and then they got good. They, I, yeah, they something like something flipped when they beat uh, the Ravens. They were a different team. He's
0: from that Belichick coaching tree. Those of you who don't know, maybe you've—I assume even if you're not a football person, you may have heard of Bill Belichick, who's considered the greatest coach or considered one of the greatest coaches yeah. at worst of all time. So he's from that coaching tree. Coached under him. Ryan Flores has been in the NFL for a while as like a coach, right? I believe so. Yeah. I think it's in yeah. like 20 years or something, like really yeah. long. Yeah. And Bill likes him, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bill Bill likes him, it seems. So, also, there was a report when he got fired that he wanted to draft Justin Herbert over Tua, which, by the
1: way, is the right take. If that's if that is true, that's really funny because he was right. <laughs> like that's just what Tua that means.
0: Could end up doing. He's improved a little bit. He's shown a little more. Tua,
1: look, Tua is elite if the pass is within ten yards. He's a great. He's an, <laughs> RP, he's an RPO merchant. Yeah, he he is like he is like a better Matt Castle. You know, like he he, he can <laughs> better Matt Castle is hilarious. He can, yeah, he can run a bit, a little bit, and he can like complete passes in short distances. But do not ask him for stretch Yeah, let's pick the let's pick Matt Castle over the literal thunder god that
0: Justin Herbert is with his fucking exactly. absurd arm strength. Yeah, like a converted nine fourth downs in a game. I've never seen anything like it.
1: <laughs> yeah, Herbert's a god. He
0: Threw the ball 60, already. He's awesome.
1: sixty. He's awesome. He made him cool. throw it
0: sixty. Anyway, that's different. Poor kid. Oh. <laughs> My <laughs> arm would have been killing me. Um. Yeah. So Flores was not trying to tank and it's funny who they did tanking for Tua. And yeah. I granted yeah. at the beginning of the year that made more sense. I think Tua got hurt cuz that was the year that Yeah, that hurt is busted his off. hip, yeah. yeah.
1: And that's also the year that Burrow just started going crazy.
0: Yes. So, and then there's another story in there where or Flores was like I'm not going to tamper, which is when you talk to a free agent player before like mm-hmm. there's like an accepted window to sort of talk to players in general about coercing them to come to teams yeah and the owner tried to get him to do it he tried to get him to like he invited him on a yacht and was like oh hey look this player happens to be here talk to him
1: oh my god and yeah. flores
0: is just like no i'm not apparently doing.
1: apparently it may have been tom brady which i would tamper to get tom brady but also i understand him being like no that's not well, also he's happen. a new head coach he doesn't want to get him yeah. oiled in that type of shit yeah, and he exactly. said that ever since oh, he wait, not... no, then that, that one wouldn't have been Tom Brady. Apparently there was another thing with Tom Brady potentially. Yeah. If you, if that was his, if it was before his first year. And I think um, it's absurd because Tom, uh,
0: Brian Flores was told to tank on purpose for money, which, well, yeah. that fucks the integrity of your sport. Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And then also did not want to tamper. He wanted to follow the rules and coach with integrity. And he was treated with disdain and treated as non-compliant and difficult to work with just for basically making decisions that make sense. Like from just an integrity standpoint, he was fired. The dolphins had not had back-to-back winning seasons since 2003 and Flores had done. So going 10 and six and then nine and eight. And you might say, well, those aren't amazing records. They barely missed the playoffs, bro. This is a team that has not won more than has only won at best for one
1: year before going to being losing again the year afterwards. Yeah, may, may I say really quick about uh, Flores too? Um, he is like also proof that the NFL absolutely is hiring coaches. Like there are teams that hire coaches as Patsy's. Him and David Foley in uh, Houston this year too, which, for instance, both minority head coaches. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> that that rule that still has a job. Yeah, so Flores was hired and he's basically immediately being told to lose games you know the plan is then we're going to fire you into the season or yeah, fire you it's lose games to get a quarterback that you don't even get to yeah. coach lose games to get
0: yeah. assets you don't even get to use
1: then they wound up realizing oh we accidentally stumbled into a good head coach basically you know and the next season goes really well like you know everybody loves him suddenly and then suddenly you know they go on this amazing win streak put themselves in the playoff contention and he's gone exactly and like the it's, standard it's ridiculous. Look, and then the David Coley in Houston. I was just gonna say, David Coley in Houston, it's literally come out that he was hired basically to keep the seat warm for Josh McCowan
0: when he's yeah. The coach, and look, I'm not saying I don't know how good David Cully would have been. I thought he was like a fine hire, like okay. That Houston team won games, everyone predicted them to win like what one at yeah. best, and they won like I think four or five, which is not amazing. But the fact yeah. that team was even competitive is insane, yeah. In fact they
1: they beat the Titans <laughs> and the and the Chargers. They beat teams yeah, that the Chargers are much in better the playoffs, than playoffs. They fell apart. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, like I mean, yeah, like the, there's clearly like, and again, it's it's a shame. It seems to be ha- Steve uh, Steve Wilks in uh, Arizona. I mean, to be fair, he was a bad head coach, but another guy who only had one year, you know, and then they fired him for Cliff Kingsbury. And, and I'm again, not saying these Bob are Roole all should for get, free. Yeah. These are all three black head coaches, too, that this has happened. And
0: I'm not saying Matt Rule should be fired, but Matt Rule has had worse results in his time at Carolina. And he is still there and is going to be there for at least another year, probably as part of the future plan. Yep. He these guys are getting no leeway. The only black head coach in the league is Mike Tomlin. And people will say, you know, he's got like I think like he's not he's got like a nine and ten or like a losing record in the playoffs. You know, they missed the playoffs. to go eight and eight, they've gone eight and eight a good amount of times under his tenure. He's never had a losing season. And they've made Which the playoffs a good amount of times. And I know he did benefit from like Bill Cowher was the coach of the team before he hopped on. So that, that team, that structure was still there. Tomlin still has a Super Bowl. Yeah. There's still a standard of quality that exists with Mike Tomlin. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, Vasop, you know, the standard is the standard. The
0: standard is the standard. <laughs> and as Mike Tomlin would also say, we do not care. He is a good yeah. head coach. If Mike Tomlin got fired, he is getting a job. That is not a
1: question. If he were to be fired, he would be the number one head coach candidate in
0: the NFL. And Mike Tomlin I mean, coaches the play. defense, and I know that Steelers defense can yeah. give up a lot of points, especially because that secondary can be suspect, and the line and they've had issues with the linebackers. But the fact that that team made the playoffs this year is a testament to the Steelers defense, not yeah. to Ben Roethlisberger. And also it's Najee Harris. And Najee Harris. who Najee's built this. different did not get a tan did not breathe basically he just worked yeah. all the year but he's built
1: different I like him
0: there is one black head coach in the league and he's the one that like you can't fire because he's too good <laughs> yeah exactly
1: but and that's, an, abs- also, that's an absurd standard record. by the way
0: you can just yeah. never have a losing season I think he has the longest streak right of not
1: right like no other head coach so, has yeah. had that
0: run of not seasons. being under 500 it's,
1: that's it's the thing, longest being... active one at least because Belichick had a losing one, like, the first year without Brady with Newton. Yeah, yeah. TV.
0: So, that's one thing. So, he got fired, and he was clearly being treated as, like, this puppet coach. Yeah. So, that's one part of the lesson. So, the Dolphins part. So let's talk about Aiden's Giants. Whoops. <laughs> Brian Flores <laughs> alleged that he spoke with the New York Giants via Zoom on January 18th, prior to the team hiring former Buffalo Bills assistant GM Joe Schoen. I don't know how to say his last name, as mm-hmm. its GM on the 23rd. He said the next day Sean finalized his interview date for January 27th. And Giants co-director of player personnel, Tim McDonald texted Flores, saying he hoped he would come in and win the fucking job, which is a nice encouraging, like, come on, man, you got this. Come in here yeah. and just yeah. and look, this is, I want to clarify this before we get into specifics. The Giants ended up hiring a different man by the name of Brian Dable, who is the offensive mm-hmm. coordinator of the Bills. Brian Dable is a very good OC and was definitely getting a job somewhere. So it's not a bad one. Yeah. I assume yeah. you're actually very happy with the hire
1: in general. Yeah, I mean, Flores would have been my number one still because he has the head coaching experience. I know he's a good head coach. But, yeah, they like, I, I'm okay with it. I'm happy with it. He's like, I he's, just hope he can get the offense going. Yes, and that's what he's there for.
0: Four yeah. hours later, from getting told to win the ch- fucking job, he received a series of text messages from Patriots coach Bill Belichick. Flores worked mm-hmm. under Bill Belichick. and those texts, yeah. Belichick told Flores he had heard from Buffalo and New York that you are their guy. <laughs> Flores asked Belichick to clarify if he was talking to him or Brian Dable, who also coached under Belichick, which just mm-hmm. means that Bill had Brian in his phone twice without any last name indicator.
1: Look, <laughs> which is a very Bill's old man. Years old. It's a very 70 yeah. <laughs> year old But so Bill Belichick. It's honestly, like, it's honestly kind of charming. <laughs> it's the most wholesome.
0: It's the most funny, wholesome yeah. thing Belichick's ever done. So yeah. he texted Brian Flores by accident. And because mm-hmm. of that, Flores basically came to find out that the Giants had basically committed to Dable already and that his interview was just yeah. being done. Because the NFL has this thing called the Rooney Rule, requiring teams to interview, I believe, two external candidates who will fall into a minority group.
1: Yeah. Is it two external candidates? I think so. It's at least oh one Oh, my God. They bar- they, if it's two, they barely tick that off. Because they, they, they interviewed Leslie Frazier from... Uh, Buffalo, Buffalo defensive coordinator, coordinator Leslie Frazier, and then Brian Flores. Oh man, that's even worse. Yep. <laughs> so they interviewed. If Brian it's Flores. if it's one, if it's one, then it's like okay, maybe Flores was the guy. If you know, if they interviewed that da- table, let's Dable answer, let's like, answer oh, this question not right now. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um um so the rule is defined as it requires you to interview ethnic minority candidates for head coaching and senior football operation jobs so it requires the gms and all those types of mm-hmm. as well um uh, i can't find like a number on
1: mm-hmm. Um all right well it could be one it could be two either way um
0: yeah so if it defense, is two,
1: if it is two, it definitely looks like a rooney rule interview just to i heard shoes okay. somewhere but i'm i we will say that is up air just because i don't want to like see her trying to figure that out right now but so from what i know they interviewed three minority candidates but if it's two external that means that leslie frazier and brian flores would have been the two external there was one internal which was patrick graham their defensive coordinator right who's also pretty good um yeah yeah. He, I mean, I, I don't think he would have been the head coach pick right away, but like yeah, he was the he's, only he's like, coach. he was he's the, kind of the only half decent on the Giants. Um, exactly. I'm happy he's coming back.
0: So because of Belichick's fuck up, Flores basically knew that he was going into, and Flores said he went in the interview and did his damnedest to earn that job. Yeah. The Giants have claimed, once again, because this is a lawsuit, so this is all alleged, the Giants have claimed that they strongly considered
1: Flores, but ended up going with Dable. Dable is white, by the yeah. way. So, yeah. And he, then, like, yeah, like, I here's the thing I would say it would look worse if Dable wasn't qualified. Josh like McCown looks like worse to me, if I'm yeah, completely If, honest if he, he was a Patsy hire, basically, or again, or like a guy with no head coaching or no coaching experience just walking in for the job,
0: you we we agree um, that Josh McCown is worse, right? Yeah, well, so is Houston interviewing him right now? They interviewed him. I have Houston's coaching search has kind of gone a little quiet. And I,
1: I yeah. imagine this news has been like, oh shit, maybe we should be a little careful. <laughs> yeah, that might be that might be part of it. Yeah, I mean, Allen's is worse because like, look, if you want him to be the head coach, that's fine. But like, keeping the seat warm is just like with like one guy who you basically plan on firing after a year's mess. McCown
0: up. doesn't have much experience. I mean, I know he's basically been like a backup slash, just like he's basically worked with the coaching staff. So I get like, he, he's he got could that. he could be a good head coach. Like he could be. I'm not. you But, know, like I mean, from an experience I, I like
1: perspective, like he just yeah. doesn't have.
0: Yeah, as, he's it's an experienced
1: player. Dean. Yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, basically, like to, uh, because we're kind of like coming up on time here, but right? uh, to kind of like wrap up the points that have happened here, he's suing the NFL, um, because of the practices, basically by like the Dolphins, the Giants, and the Broncos as well, who kind of like Rooney ruled him a bit too. Apparently. The Broncos one is really short. Essentially, he alleges that yeah. in
0: 2019,
1: so that was when he was.
0: That's when he ended up being hired for the Dolphins. He was interviewed yeah. by John Elway and apparently him among others arrived to the interview late and hung over. Yeah. Oh my God. It's disgusting. If you are look, and this is, coming, I mean, I'm someone who's literally trying to find a job right now. People who yeah. are looking for jobs and this is a very high stakes job, put a lot of yeah. time, effort, and work into proving themselves to you by putting together a resume, by putting together a cover letter, even, or just, you know, the way they come into the interview, ready to sort of just sell you on hiring them. They put a lot of effort into it. So for you to disrespect someone's time like that, to come in hungover and like disheveled is gross. It's disgusting. It's yeah. pathetic. You're a yeah. professional. You should be better. If you want to, if you can expect candidates to act professional and act a certain way, you have to do the same thing. too. Because if you can't mm-hmm. expect that, if you can't do it yourself, then you have no right expecting it of anyone else. That's fucking pathetic. Yeah, no, I agree. And now with this lawsuit, I mean, I know we're coming up on time, so the wrap up here, sort of the thing I'm concerned about is I, I'm not surprised. The NFL is a league with a lot of racism problems. If it didn't have racism problems, the Rooney Rule wouldn't exist. There wouldn't be yeah. a need for them to put little little slogans on the back of the helmet like that does anything. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not, But it takes all of us. It takes all <laughs> of us. But you know what? It you know what else it takes? It takes Roger Roger fucking Goodell to have a spine. And two hours yeah. after Brian Flores files this lawsuit, the NFL says, we have we find no validity to these claims. It took you two hours to investigate a lawsuit. Oh, my it's 58. God. It's, it's,
1: so, it's, it's so funny to me, too, about like how the NFL could just go, what racism? We don't see the racism when you look. They literally, I remember the lawsuit is a thing that just says, like, this picture speaks for itself. And it's just like a picture of all the current head coaches. And you just see a bunch of white faces in Mike Tomlin. And, and by the way, uh, Sala too. In yeah, Sala team. is also a non white head coach. Yes. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Shout out to Sala. I like him.
1: Um, here's I like thing. him too. I don't know if he's going to be a good head coach there,
0: but I, I like him as a guy. He's here's a, the other he's thing. Cool. And I've, yeah. Tomlin's talked about this. There's a lot, a lot of position and coordinator mm-hmm. coaches that are not white, that are actually black, yeah. in fact. In fact, I don't know if it's a majority, but I think a very large amount of... And that's where your hiring pool is. It's the OCs, the running backs coach, the defensive line coach, the guys who work underneath the head coach. A lot are Black. There's a very high amount of those. It is a league dominated by having... It's a league that has Black players, that has a lot of Black position coaches, a lot of Black coordinators, but only has one Black head coach. And if you don't look at that and see that there is a problem then you are ignorant. This isn't about hiring because of race. I want you to look me in the eye and tell me that Eric Bianami doesn't deserve a job. That Brian Flores doesn't deserve a job. That Leslie Frazier doesn't deserve a a a job. That
1: Byron fucking left, which doesn't deserve a job. And again, not even like deserving a job, just an honest shot at a job. That's not just like- They just
0: want a shot.
1: And Brian Flores has sadly
0: admitted that he knows that this will probably put his career in the gutter. And that's
1: stupid. Yeah. Brian Flores is a head coach. Brian Flores might never coach, coach in the NFL ever again. Which Brian is Flores is a capable coach. Yeah. He deserves to be on a staff.
0: And it is absurd to me that he had to put his career on. He has to even risk his career to call out what is clearly a problem. Yeah. This is ridiculous. It's ridiculous that the Jaguars weren't hiring Byron Leftwich because Byron Leftwich refuses to work with Trent Balke, the current GM for mm-hmm. the Jaguars. How good have the Jaguars been since that one year, Aiden? They've been mm-hmm. horrendous. Yeah. You you mean the GM that is horrible? <laughs> yeah. And Byron Leftwich just straight up said, I'm not working for the Jaguars if yeah. I have to work. Byr- for- Byr- Byron Leftwich is right.
1: <laughs> He's correct. Byron Leftwich
0: right. wanted to bring a guy who's from the front office for the Cardinals, a team that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, they built a really good team in Arizona. Like, oh also,
0: God. Brian Leswich literally played for the Jaguars. Didn't he? Wasn't he the yes, yes. He was yeah. a quarterback for a while. It's insane to me. And mm-hmm. it's sad because there was an article that someone put out, and it was minority coaches are skeptical that Flores' thing will work. They're not skeptical yeah. of his claims. Hugh Jackson came out and said that he was paid to tank apparatus. Yeah.
1: Like 50k loss. He he kind of got less than Flores did, but like allegedly. Right? allegedly. And it is
0: sad that there is all this stuff, and all of them agree. They're like, Yeah, this happened to me, or I've heard it, or I've seen it, but it's not going to change anything. No. You know what will change? The NFL might put a bigger decal on the helmet next year.
1: Yeah. And, and racism really, for real this time, guys. It's <laughs> really so, so insulting bad. to me, just
0: thinking back on this past year, that mm-hmm. I watched a sport. And yeah, maybe I watched the NFL, right? I helped support them. The NFL had one of the highest viewed games ever on Fox this past weekend yeah, with the 49ers yeah. Rams game. It absurd. It's absurd to me that I had to watch a team play a game with, you know, it takes all of us stop racism and racism on their helmets on the field. Mm-hmm. And then I had to look and then the camera panned over and on the sideline was urban fucking Meyer. And you Sorry. tell me there's not a problem.
1: I, okay. To be fair with urban, he, he was qualified because he was like, you know, national championship winning college but well, that's my it's, a, it's i'm, I'm, I'm kind of he was yeah. also a moron it turns saying, out. it's
0: kind of tongue-in-cheek but i'm just saying like yeah. it's absurd that the incompetent matt rule coaches my team for another yeah. year yeah i have to say they're holding me hostage yeah yeah also i'm also fangio fangio right
1: Vic fangio gets like two full seasons like yeah. and he like giving us no confidence that he can like coach that team in, i like that uh, though I think he's a nice guy. He seems like a, good, a good guy. He's a good defensive coach. Yeah, he's not a good head coach, is what I'd say. A great defensive, a defensive coach, coordinator. Though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I wouldn't call him like a great head coach at all. Yeah, and I mean, just to probably, close, like him getting fired is probably the right decision. Going
0: I want to close with this little thing for this. This is. I mean, I hope. Look, I hope Brian Flores gets the justice, and I hope all the minority candidates, regardless black or any other minority group, yeah. get the opportunities they deserve for busting their ass. I will mm-hmm. say this: I am very close with you. Listen here, Carolina. I am real close <laughs> with you. I swear to fucking God, if you go get Deshaun Watson, I am so done with you. I am not gonna. Root. I I made if, fun of if, Alisa if Deshaun, for having uh,
1: alleged Wait, wait, wait. Allegedly, allegedly.
0: I know. These, I mean, even Ben's Deshaun thing Watson. was like a settlement, right, or whatever. Yeah. I made fun of what Alisa we've heard for having,
1: have to say allegedly. Yeah, so.
0: I made fun of Alisa for having Ben fucking Roethlisberger as her quarterback for the past like twenty years. If I have to have alleged woman abuser not abuser harasser assaulter deshaun watson on my team i think i might lose my mind
1: yeah so that, that was a personal note for you then
0: this <laughs> i just felt the need to put that out there because i'm so yeah. tired of looking at matt rules fucking face yeah. when brian that, that flores got fired yeah. i was so excited i was like we're gonna get we're gonna get brian flores motherfucker yeah, we're gonna we have fire brian, matt rule and ben mcadoo
1: yeah you're, you're about to get mcadoo baby let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> at least i have the chicago bulls That's all I yeah have. bulls are good bulls are good
0: Brian Flores shout out to you man fuck Dan Snyder shout out Tom Brady rooting you,
1: man. yeah rooting for you Brian the, um, in for think, Aiden. again. yeah yeah thank you yeah I was gonna say uh, just to kind of sum it up like yeah I, I'm I'm rooting for Flores here because like even though like I like even if it turns out like this one individual case like the Giants really believed Apple was just like the better candidate and like Flores did have a shot we'll say Like, that's fine, but obviously I'm rooting for him to at least expose the wider racism in the league, you know? Yeah, and the other cases, like the the dolphin dolphin stuff, stuff. yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: And once again, as we wrap up, um, please consider if you have the means to donate to the American Cancer Society to support cancer research and cancer treatment in honor of Aiden's step-grandfather, Pete, right? Pete, to go for those that want to donate. Yep. And yeah. that's it. It got a bit ranty at the end there. But, hey, we're <laughs> going to talk about football, and it's some bullshit. Uh, next week, we yeah. will briefly make Super Bowl picks at some point yeah. during the episode. Yeah. We were considering doing it this episode, but we have another week for the Super Bowl, and I don't care who wins the Pro Bowl. Go NFC, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Go NFC. Brian Burns. Represent. Shout out yeah, Brian
1: Burns. Woo
0: anyway that's all we got thank you guys for listening we hope you enjoyed uh sort of back to the regular scheduled programming it was fun doing list episodes for the albums but it's good to just be talking about bullshit again because ain't this a whole lot
1: of bs absolutely all right and as always stay creamy stay creamy fuck Dan Snyder. bye <laughs>